guys, and welcome back to another episode of Food School Smarter, Stronger, Leaner podcast on a mission to inspire a world where food makes us better. Today, guys, we are starting our in-depth and updated, upgraded conversation uh, about intermittent fasting, uh, all the new things that happened in the field recently. Um, and also, we are talking a lot about this new book that came out just recently, January 21st, Fast This Way, Burn Fat, Heal Inflammation, and Eat Like the High-Performing Human You Were Meant to Be by Dave Asprey, author of the New York Times bestseller, The Bulletproof Diet. You might have heard about that. And also the CEO of many companies, but specifically, you might have heard about a Bulletproof coffee, bulletproof products company. Um, you know, Dave Asprey is considered to be the father of biohacking, modern biohacking. You know, he basically put this term into a dictionary and now you can look it up. What is biohacking? Basically, um, changing our environment, inner and outer, to control the output that we are having in life, basically, and our energy levels, our health, our performance on all levels. So that's what all biohacking is all about. And fasting, you know, is a great uh, tool. Uh, you might say it's a free tool available to everyone uh, to use to improve yourself, like your energy levels, your health, uh, your mental acuity, and so many other things. Today, specifically, we are focusing on a couple of things um, that Dave wrote in the book. And also, I'm going to add something from my own uh, practice and experience and knowledge. Um, so let's just start. I'm going to read to you something from the book. And it's something about training, um, specifically um, training, fasted training, and also eating after that training or maybe waiting uh, a little bit more. Uh, also today we, are, we will be talking about certain supplements that, uh, from my perspective and my experience, help you to uh, improve your training, um, help you to lose weight, to burn fat better and more while doing fasted training and after, um, and just um, supplements that will help you to create more energy, that will help you to fast better. Anyhow, let me review this passage. So let's say that you want to put on some muscle or at least maintain the muscle you have. So reading from the book. As soon as you are done lifting weights or doing your high-intensity interval intervals, you should eat. You can have some carbs as part of your post-workout meal. As I like to keep reminding you, it's okay even to have a little bit of sugar on occasion, just not a lot because sugar is bad for you. If you decide to have some starch, choose something such as rice, sweet potato, or root vegetables. Take advantage of the fact that bumping up your blood sugar will release insulin, which will then help you put on muscle. Unending keto can make it harder to put on muscle. Cycle your fasting, cycle your keto. So uh, in this passage, he Dave is talking about eating right after your workout and specifically probably introducing um, the majority of your carbs in that window. And uh, from all the science, from my coaching experience uh, and my personal experience, 
carbs and eating after your fasted workouts, it's very important, especially if your recovery is important to you, especially if you want to feel good later. Now, um, do you have to eat after an exercise session? They've asked in the book. Certainly not. If you're looking to push your metabolic limits as an extreme athlete or just to prove how strong you are, go ahead and return to fasting after training, it means. It will push you into ketosis faster and help you lose weight, but you're going to feel pretty awful. And that's what I noticed um, a lot, guys. If you don't eat right after your fasted workout, then all of your recovery is going to be compromised and you're going to feel weaker probably the longer you go fasting after your workouts, not stronger. And it's going to be so much freaking harder for you to maintain, not to build, but even to maintain muscle mass. So the best protocol, especially if you are into keto, into low carb, but also you want to be stronger as an athlete metabolically and, you know, performance wise, what you want to do uh, and you want to maintain, you know, um, this uh, longevity protocol that, that fasting is all about. So uh, what you want to do is do your fast, like 16 hours or whatever that might be. Then do a fasted workout that's going to be harder, of course, than workout with a little bit of fuel in you, but it's going to make you stronger. So do your workout and eat right after that. And specifically for recovery and muscle building, it seems that you want to include those carbohydrates. The amount, of course, will vary for you know each individual. Like if you already have a lot of muscle, if you're a bigger guy compared to a tiny woman like myself. Um, so the amount of carbohydrates will change. Of course, we always recommend to eat carbohydrates um, of good quality from whole foods like sweet potatoes or other tubers, vegetables, or um, things like rice. So that's the best protocol. You know, I've been using it with my athletes' clients for quite some time, and I do recommend it to you too. Um, also, Dave mentions, if you're not worried about being ketogenic and you want to put on muscle, you can also take an amino acid called L-glutamine at the end of your fast, but only after you've exercised. Take anywhere from 2 to 10 grams. Um, it will help you to build muscle mass and also will have calming effect on your mood. So that's about fasted workouts and eating and carbohydrates. Now, from my from my side, I'd like to add that I use before those fasted workouts at least half an hour before, usually an hour before. I use L-carnitine. Um, I use a vitamin C at least as bare minimum to help my body to burn my own fat and fat that I don't know might be from my bulletproof coffee or whatever have you, to burn fat for workouts more efficiently and effectively as L-carnitine and vitamin C are needed for that reaction to happen when your body wants to turn fat into usable energy. Um, a little bit more about my routine. Also, in the morning, 
I like to use, besides L-carnitine and vitamin C, I like to have a multi-mineral complex that is not sweetened or nothing, just pure mineral complex, B vitamins, and matcha powder green tea that I just take with my water. I don't make any tea out of it. Matcha helps with fat metabolism, uh, burning fat, for energy, but also it prevents our body from making and growing our own fat cells. B vitamins are important for many reactions that are related to energy production in our bodies. So B vitamins, I'm always taking them in the morning to just, you know, help my body to make more energy for those fasted workouts. Um, so that's a little bit from my own supplementation in the morning before my fasted workouts. But guys, a little word of caution when it comes to fasted supplementation. So here's something from the same book, Fast This Way. But if you're looking to allow your gut to rest and heal, avoid most, if not all, supplements. Even if they are formulated well, multivitamins disrupt a gut rest fast. You should also avoid prebiotic fiber and MCT oil during a gut rest fast. You'll still want to make sure you're consuming some electrolyte minerals like magnesium, potassium, sodium. So what Dave is talking about here is a lot of people working on their gut health, like improving um, sensitivity to different foods, being not so sensitive, not having autoimmune reactions in your gut, less inflammation in your gut. So if you want to work on your gut health, specifically, you want to avoid uh, any sort of substances that will be metabolized by your gut. Uh, in order to allow your gut to actually rebuild the lining and rebuild itself. Because while there is something going on, like your body, your gut is uh, metabolizing your supplements or fats in your coffee, like if you're a fan of bulletproof coffee or any kind of substance, your gut isn't resting at this moment. At least that's what the evidence uh, seems to be right now. And so uh, my personal practice, to give you an idea, after 6 p.m., I consume only water and herbal tea that are totally fine for gut rest. And then for 15 hours till 9 a.m., I do not consume any other substances at all. No coffee, no uh, any kind of, you know, L-carnitine or vitamin C or anything. Um, I wait for those 15 hours from 6 p.m. Um, evening to the next day, 9 a.m., 15 hours, before I take my supplements, before I drink my coffee, before I put anything, you know, in my body and in my gut. And after that, you know, after those 15 hours, I still fast uh, calories-wise, but I do add supplements. But I am aware that probably that's not as beneficial to my gut. But at least, guys, if you are interested in your in improving your gut health, I highly recommend you to remove everything from your fasting protocol for at least 13 to 14 hours a day. So let's say if you finish your dinner by 6 p.m., and then the next time you have anything, at all is going to be like 7, 8 a.m. That's what I recommend to all of my clients and anyone who's interested in improving their gut health. 
So that's uh, was an interesting um, you know passage. And then also Dave uh, writes, you must also avoid food additives, artificial colorings, flavorings, MSG, and sweeteners that track your gut bacteria and often cause intense cravings. So guys, here I want to add something. So how do you define or how do you know what breaks the fast for your gut or not? Um, so basically most of the stuff breaks your fast when it comes to gut healing. Um, if it's sweet, uh, if it has uh, any calories at all, it's going to break your fast. The only things uh, that do not break your fast are dissolved in water salts. Meaning, if you take a glass of water and, for example, dissolve some sodium in it or some salt, then and and it's totally 100% dissolved because some salts have those like nasty things that don't even dissolve in water. Uh, so if that's dissolved in your water, I'm just pure sodium. That's something that's not going to break your fast. Um, if it's sweet, if it has calories like some I don't know juice or artificial sweeteners. That will break your fast on a metabolic level. Your insulin gonna like your blood sugar gonna go up. Your insulin's gonna be released. Like uh, for th- the same reason, uh, people who study gut they do not recommend really to drink even coffee while fasting because that turns on quote unquote your liver and that also starts your metabolism. So um, there are again quite few things like very. Very few things that do not break your fast when it comes to your gut health. That's why to be on the safe side, go with water, uh, go with uh, herbal teas, and wait to introduce other stuff after 13, 14 hours of daily fast if you are interested in uh, day in gut health, healing your gut. And oh, you know, guys, if you are. Um, experiencing some digestive issues, um, gassiness, uh, your energy really goes down when you eat, um, you, you know, have some bloating, something, uh, um, your gut isn't probably working that well. Uh, so you might consider, you know, doing this kind of uh, fast when you consume only water or herbal teas. So, and that's it for today, guys. Uh, um, about different supplements, Dave in this book fast this way. He has like a whole, basically almost chapter dedicated to different kinds of vitamins um, that are better or uh, worse to take while doing your fasting from uh, normal vitamins to uh, MCT oil, butter, and bulletproof coffee to different antioxidants, probiotics, prebiotic fibers, different minerals. Um, so it's all in detail. It's in the book. And if you're interested in that, I recommend you to pick up this book. Um, from my side, I just would like to add um, that we are going to continue to talk about this book in different kinds of fast and how to make it easier, you know, uh, fasting for women, 16-8 fast or 5-2 fast, all these kinds of fasting, how to make them easier and more effective. We're going to be talking about tomorrow, the day after. Um, check out this book, Fast This Way, and to 
complete this episode to give it a conclusion. Let's uh, repeat again. So if you are interested in building, maintaining muscles in optimal recovery as an athlete, but you also want to do the fasting and you might want to recomposition your body, like be a little bit leaner, um, you want to fast, do a fasted workout, unless it's a competition, of course, then it's a completely different story. But for most workouts, you want to do the fast, you want to work out fasted. Right after that, you want to have a good quality meal that will have carbohydrates. Um, as a general rule, I recommend to go with whole foods, um, root vegetables, rice, um, start with 150 grams, and then um, see how it works for you. Again, depends on your size, on your training, on a lot of other things. Uh, make sure that you introduce um, protein into that too, at least 30 grams as an athlete. Um, but I would uh, go for more probably if I were to build muscles and was a bigger person. Um, it Again, eating right after your training will optimize your recovery. Of course, if you want to burn more fat and you don't care really about feeling or great or recovering on building, maintaining muscles, you care at this moment more about fat loss, you might prolong your fast. Um, but again, if you are an athlete, somebody interested in muscle and performance and recovery, then you should eat right uh, right after that fasted workout. And then if you're someone really interested in improving your gut health, that then please do not uh, include any supplements for at least 13-14 hours a day. That includes, of course, overnight fast. So if you finish eating, let's say, 6-7 p.m., then you shouldn't be starting any uh, supplements or ideally even coffee until 7-8 a.m. Uh, and um, some of my supplements that I take after this window of gut healing fasting stops to help my body to metabolize fat for energy, um, to in general create more energy. So I use L-carnitine, a vitamin C that I require to make energy from fats. I also take B vitamins to create, to help my body create more energy. I also use multi-mineral complex. Again, that doesn't have any flavor or, um, Calories, just things like magnesium, zinc, potassium, um, some sodium and other minerals. And I take matcha, pure, pure matcha green tea powder to help my body again with fat metabolism. Uh, and it's a great source of antioxidants. So that's what I'm doing. And that's, um, something from the book Fast This Way that I absolutely love. There is the recent science and, you know, things that are still uh, questionable or being discovered or discussed. So um, a lot of practical stuff. Um, so if you're curious, pick up, look at it. Uh, but you learned a lot already today. And guys, thank you for tuning in. Please share this episode with one another friend or family member who are interested in using fasting for maybe weight loss or longevity or gut health and they want to do it the right way or also the way that works for them because there are so many ways you can do that, right? So figure out why uh, it's going to help them to figure out 
um, the reason why they want to choose certain fast. So share this episode. You're going to help that person. Uh, if you have any questions, feel free to reach out on Instagram, uh, my email, Angela at create yourself that today, any social media like Twitter or Facebook, uh, where you can uh, find me, uh, and start fasting because this practice is going to upgrade, uh, update, uh, make more efficient all of the systems in your body. Plus, it's going to make you feel and look better when done right. So thank you for tuning in, guys. And I'm looking forward to speaking with you uh, tomorrow. And have an awesome day um, before that. And maybe do a little bit of fasting.